Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. What do you call a pony with a cough? A little horse. <laughs> I feel I feel already like this is gonna ruin the good the good trend of recent weeks and lower the score, lower the average. You did admit before we started that uh, you were on the back yeah. foot with it when it came to your jokes. So um, I'm afraid it showed, but then I was expecting it. So maybe you lowered my expectations and then just yeah matched exactly. that low expectation. That's my that's my approach to a lot of things, you know, dates and stuff. Just lower the expectations and then the other and person don't, and don't exceed them. <laughs> No, then over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Surely. Never exceed. Never exceed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> aim to disappoint, <laughs> and then anything better is is good. So, ladies, give me a call. Name an eight's autobiography. Aim to disappoint. <laughs> More importantly, Lazar, what is the uh, the verdict? Well, what I would say uh, to your dates, Nate, is that you're funnier than that joke. Generally speaking, I think I'm going to give you. Oh, thanks, a man. Five. Sorry, it's not. Oh, okay, it's just no, it's fair. just I, creeped into like mid table. Yeah, Before as I was saying, it, I was like, this is definitely this is like a five. You know, it's just like it was a road. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't quite up there with some of the great. Very twenty twenty one Ferrari of jokes, wasn't it? Sorry, twenty twenty, but also twenty twenty one of Ferrari jokes. You know, I think that it was fake. great, and then it's dropped dramatically down. See some F one analysis there and predictions. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and predictions. Welcome to The Paddock, a podcast featuring stories following Formula One around the world. I'm Lawrence Bretto, senior writer at F1.com. I'm Chris Medland, F1 correspondent at Racer. And I'm Nate Saunders from ESPN.com. Oh, you had to think Sorry, about that. Slight Nate, distraction. Yeah, it is. A slight distraction, and then I had to remember who I work for. All that, all the usual stuff. Oh, what did what distracted you, Nate? I had the text message. Nothing important. You don't want to share with us? Just someone share saying. It was from a girl. Just rate. Yeah, just rated my last date five out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Great date. Probably give it a five. And I was like, oh, cool. Because I, I I like people to rank everything in my life, so um, but I aim for a five, and and then uh, yeah, that's a joke, by the way. It was just a text from from a friend. Well, about uh, our friendship, giving it a five out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of ratings for you, um, we got a new review, and I, I actually really like this, even though it's our worst one yet. So it's, it. it's just titled uh, episode 19 and it's four stars. And it says, I think you guys may have peaked a legit insider F1 story, then trolling Nate on his tweets and him still laughing about how funny he thinks he is. But then he offended babies worldwide. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think babies have turned against me because I've been walking past them recently and they just all started crying. So I went past one the other day, just wailing. He was like, he knew. <laughs> Like he knew that I, I probably thought he wasn't, you know, the best looking baby. <laughs> now, I mean, do I, they do this generally? That's a good review that. And for four, for four stars, if that's our worst review, then keep them coming. Yeah, it seemed to be all positive apart from the fact that you defended babies everywhere. But I also want to then... Was use that this. review left by a baby? Because then that's probably 
not a fair review if a baby's left that because no. I offended him. Um, I think there's just no, there's just too much. Like it's too coherent. Um, too much grammar. Yeah, there it's is not far like, too much. Separate and crayon. Um, yeah, no, I quite, I quite liked. It's, it's well thought out. Um, I appreciate the, the constructive criticism there. Uh, and we will shut Nate up when it talks when it comes to babies in future. But speaking of babies, yeah, you you can't you can't like have a go at babies when you've already said that when you shave your beard off, you're going to look <laughs> like a giant man baby. Yeah. Well, why do you think I'm so against them? Um, a funny baby story, which I will share with people, just so that I can flip it back. That I was genuinely an ugly baby when I was a kid. Uh, and if people look very closely at me on any video of me on ESPN.com or anything, you'll see a scar on the right side of my head. So when I was born, my head was so big. You know, I said that babies are just, they have big heads and tiny bodies. Mine was so big that I got stuck and they had to like basically tweezer me out. So when my dad <laughs> held his first son in his arms, you know, amazing moment. He looked down and it was, he said it was more like the kid from Alien. Or, you know, from, from total, you know, Total Recall and the kid's like, Quaid, start the reactor. Like this kid like covered in blood and goo and everything. So he said, you know, that, that stuck with him. So maybe that has translated back to me. Um, I got, you know, I, after a few years, I think I, you know, I, I got past that and I look great now, but <laughs> you do baby, say so yourself. Five out, five out of 10, five out of 10 as a baby. I was thinking this is going to turn into a therapy session for Nate, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> so, so where did this all start? Well, now yeah. we know. <laughs> but now people can look and now, you know, it, it'll be like a landmark, you know, like when you go to Mount Rushmore, <laughs> just when you watch one of our videos, you're like, oh, there's the scar. There's the famous scar he talked about. It's well, very for, prominent. for people listening and obviously not getting to see, Nate is currently wearing um, a Texas Longhorns. There he go. He's gone. Um, hat was on. He's trying to show us it. the scar. No, he can't see it. I can't see it, no. He's, it's also because he can't work out which way to turn his head. So he's pointing on one <laughs> yeah. side and facing the other way. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Look, guys, technology, is just, it's, 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 there's too much of it. That's what I'm going to say. Hat's going uh, back on. Well, anyway, so I, but I brought up the shaving because we are T minus four days from Barreto going bold right now. Um, and he, yeah, look how nervous he is. I mean, it is looking long right now, your hair, Barreto. So the truth is I do need a haircut, guys. Um, it's, you'll probably laugh at me and think I've got, uh, this is, I'm running away with my imagination, but when I'm in a hot country, my hair grows quicker. Yeah, right. see, blank faces, blank faces. But um, look how long it is, though. Like, I'm going to, I'm really... Yeah, that is, that is, that's longer than I've seen it for a very long time. You yeah, look I'm a bit like um, Ace Ventura. You know how he yeah. has that crazy hair. Pet detective. I like... Yeah. I think, right? you'd, I think you'd make a great Ace Ventura, actually, Lars. You know, you'd well, be I've much, got the wacky you know, clothes. Like a, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, you'd be like a softly spoken Ace Ventura, you know. People would be like, oh, here he is. Pet detective. <laughs> F1 detective. Hmm... <laughs> <laughs> Can you call yourself F1 detective next year? Walk around with a little badge, fake gun. Uh, I don't know if they'll let me into the paddock with the fake gun, mate. Well, I could have a water pistol, maybe a water pistol. That's still, maybe. I still think if you get to the paddock gates and you're carrying something that is very much gun shaped, even if it's a water (laughs) pistol, they're going to go, what is this? Or you could get like a clown flower that squirts water. I mean, this is something completely different, but I mean, do that. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Uh, you've got to stop agreeing to do stuff like this before, <laughs> like on this podcast, saying like, "I'm going, hey, I'm going to do this for the clown flower next year," because we're just going to be like, "Okay, if we do X, <laughs> then Lawrence will do do Y." <laughs> you're just going to agree. 
Yeah. Okay. We'll like, what, what, yeah. Okay. There's, here's a charity we need to raise money for. And Lawrence has already agreed. He's going to do all these crazy things. He's going to dress as a clown. And every time he walks, his feet are going to make a noise or something. Uh, I mean, that is clearly that anyway. going to be. Yeah. I was going to say, that's definitely going to be a set of your shoes at some point, isn't it? Ones that sing or something like that. You have to walk I in think, time to a beat. I think I'm going to upgrade my uh, LED ones to incorporate a pouch for dry ice so that it's like um, like a smoke. Uh, what do I mean? Like a smoke screen? I don't mean that. You know, like when a play or performance takes place and then you just bash like smoke and then someone walks out through the smoke. That would dry be nice. ice. Not the yeah. dry ice. But use dry yeah. ice. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, yeah. Didn't you say that was what Fiat told you to do? Yes. Yeah. I see all these races merging into one. I've forgotten what I've already said. It's all right, friends. Um, I, I was actually going to mention, though, like Nate said about charity and that you'll do things for it. Hmm. Charity update here. When we started with this whole, whole, uh, I don't know, shenanigan. Um, it's just singular. a joke, really. Just a, it's one just shenanigan. Uh, then we said, you said 500 quid and you'd do it. And Nate and I said, okay, well, for a grand, then we'll shave our beards off too to kind of have some like tiered targets. Uh, and then we we snuck it in on the Just Giving page, actually, that it was a grand for everything because we felt bad for Barreto losing his hair at 500 and thought we could raise more. It turns Thanks, out we could, we could raise more um, because we changed the target quite a few times. And currently the target is £3,000, which is pretty damn high. And we've raised 121% of that. We have raised £3,643 so far. This is crazy. It is overwhelming, to be honest, at how much we've that's, managed to yeah, raise. Bloody impressive. I, I think we can hit 4000 by the time you lose it. It's, I'm, I'm going to raise it to that. And yeah, this episode will hopefully act as our final plug slash push. So if you're listening and you haven't donated, um, shame on you. No, no, I mean... Um, we really like you and we'd love it if you would um, and everyone who has thank you very much it's been awesome so we've had it says 90 different supporters uh, and yeah over three and a half grand it's just incredible all for Prostate Cancer UK yeah that's um, amazing it is Great amazing work. thank you everyone who's donated um, even if you've only donated just to watch me shave my head and see what I look like yeah. bald yeah that's definitely me <laughs> I knew I was losing something in that too but I was like I need to See, I was thinking this, that that is something I want to see. But what I want to see more is the footage of drivers seeing you for the first time <laughs> with your hair gone. I think that is actually going to be more entertaining than you share. Because I think you shaving is actually going to be kind of, it's going to be kind of like, whoa, what's happened? But then when drivers <laughs> see you, having seen you all year in the paddock, you know, and you've, you, you know you've got great hair, you know, great Thanks, luscious mate. hair. And then they're like, what's happened to you? Um, especially, I, I assume there'll be some of them that don't quite know what you're doing. Like Lewis, if he comes back, I guess might not know and be like, what? What happened while I was away? So I think Lewis might know um, because Rosa, who works for Mercedes and works with Lewis, has been trying desperately to get me to shave my head too um, and was even lobbying Barreto to try and get him to get me to do it. And every time she came into the TV pen in Bahrain, she would look across and instead of being like, oh, you know, a nod, we're going to come and do an interview with you in a bit, she'd just look across and then do the action of pretending to shave her head. Um, oh, with like really really like intense stare on her face and then she started laughing one time i think it was after qualifying uh of the first race weekend and she was stood with lewis at the time and i could tell what she was thinking and she was saying she was thinking what if i told lewis that you were going to do it or that you should do it and he came over and instead of you interviewing him he was like dude you're not going to shave your head um 
so she was basically thinking of telling him or trying to get him to to ask me to do it um fortunately uh, she said, no, it's right. It's, it's Barretto's thing. Um, but then she said the same about with George as well. And I think she genuinely would have got George to ask something or say something to one of us. But then he had a bit of a shock on Sunday. And I don't think it's really the time or the place to ask him to make such silly jokes. So um, I do think it's getting around the paddock. But I'm with you. Yeah. I think that moment, because if you're so Barretto, you're going to shave it Saturday night, aren't you? Yes, yeah, Saturday night, 8 p.m. local time. So that's 4 p.m. UK time. Beautiful. That'll be after. That'll be that'll after. Be, I think that'll be two or? hours after qualifying ish. Two hours after quality finishes. So you'd have done the post quality TV stuff. Ah, so, uh, so I, I'm not in the pen. I'm not in the pen. Yeah, I'm not in the pen on the Saturday. So, but it'll be in time for the pen on Sunday. That's okay. the one. Yeah. So they're they're going to see Mega. you. They'll have seen you get, during the get weekend. Get the guys with filming her. to keep the camera running. Okay, mm. so we can have some outtakes. We just yeah, we just need to know. Yeah, we just need to know. Keep the camera running and just just pick up those reactions. Okay. Um, I asked um, on Friday. I asked Lando um, how long it took him his hair to grow back after he shaved his head, Um, and he did it with a beard trimmer. So didn't. So I don't think he went as short as I'm going to end up going. And he said two to three months. And I I think given that his hair is a lot shorter than mine currently. I might be waiting more than three months for mine to go back. Um, he didn't really have um, any tips for me. He just found it hilarious that I was doing it. Laz, does your family know that you're going to turn up to Christmas with no hair? Has this been explained ahead of time, or is this going to be like a Christmas surprise? Like, so, hey, guys, so Merry Christmas. They know that I'm doing it, but I don't know if they've registered that obviously at Christmas I will be bald, if that makes sense. Like they know that obviously that I'm doing it, but they probably haven't thought ahead to the yeah, Christmas Day photos and thought, oh, I'm going to look like an egghead. <laughs> but they're going to make you wear whatever comes out of your cracker. You know, you get those like fake crowns. They're like, you keep that on for the photo, <laughs> you know, because you know, usually you put that on and then you eat and then you might take it off. They'll be like, probably just keep that on for the rest of the day. I'll give them like just, six. Uh, yeah, just on top of The benefit of me shaving my head is I can get the paper, I'll be able to get the paper hat on my head because when I've got too much, well, when I've got hair, I can't, my head's too big for it to, for, to fit those paper hats. So that's one benefit. So what you're saying is we've already saved your Christmas. I just want to take you back to your Lando question. You uh, said you asked him on Friday. What was great was we get sent um, your interviews or F1's interviews with the drivers after a Friday um, to the print media because of like how little access there is at the moment. And you hear sometimes at the start of it, like when a driver reacts to your shoes and that sort of stuff. And they didn't clip up yours to end at the end of the interview. They made sure they left in the start of you asking him how long it took for his hair to grow back. (laughs) And then it cut to the next interview. So you knew that you were panicking about this and they made sure that people heard it. It was great. That's mega. There you go. I'm asking the questions that matter, clearly. Oh, big time. Yeah. It's um, it's serious stuff, but I am I am massively excited, and I like the fact that you're allowed to do it in the paddock, and that by Saturday night around the world, people who are sad that Formula One will be ending for 2020, will be uplifted by the sight of bold <laughs> Lawrence. Do you know what the moment I'm most worried about is the bit where the quiff goes, <laughs> like that moment. That, that's that going to be the so big long. like oh my god moment. Yeah, I think so. Like, oh so God. I don't know. What I don't know where the guys is, to, do I shave it all off and leave the quiff by itself? Or do I shave the quiff off straight away? 
I mean, does anyone have any advice on what to I do? Think, I think, yeah, what you're saying, basically, do I start at the front or the back? Well, you could. what you could do is you could do all of this, but start from just behind the quiff and shave the whole thing off, so I've just got the quiff left. Yeah, That's I think like you should those, do that. What are those Furby things? Not Furbies, but there were those a troll that had, like... Trolls. A troll yeah. thing, yeah. You look, like, you look like one of them. That would be even funnier, but I don't think that's what people sign up for. So, Well, no, because it, no, it would still go. Hilarious. It's just the order you do yeah, it, it in so that the last it. thing you've got. Yeah, yeah I, I think you do. Yeah, do it so that the quiff is left to last. Um, I, I will admit that when I was a lot younger and a lot more stupid, I had the hairstyle once where I'd shaved everything and just left the fringe. <gasps> and, and apparently it was a style at the time. And I did it, genuinely, had it done. Um, I was like, cool. And looked in the mirror at it and I was like, that looks awful. But, you know, oh, it's just because it's new. I'll get used to it. And the following morning I woke up and I was just like, nope. Uh, and fortunately, my mum was more than happy just to be like, yeah, I'll get rid of that for you. Um, so I didn't even go to school with it because it just looked horrific. But, yeah, there was a good 12 hours that I had that hairstyle, which is, um, yeah, it's, it's I'm crazy. not proud of it. Is yeah, there photographic sounds, evidence? Sounds awful. No, it wasn't long enough to have photographic evidence. Oh. Unfortunately, I am old enough that people didn't have, you know, iPhones and things back then. So, um, it was I'm intrigued like to know that you weren't as stupid, you were less <laughs> stupid now than you were then, Medis. People still had photos back then, though. <laughs> yeah, but but people just didn't walk around with like a camera on them all oh, the yeah, time, yeah. like we do now. So you'd have to go and dig out an old camera or something, and then get it developed. So and wind it up, and yeah, yeah, put it on the stand. Do you remember and, those? You old... know, put, put the curtain over and. Poof, and then wait for it to the flashlight to come back down and the birds has to go away. Oh, it just takes so long, doesn't it? The guy with the easel has to carry on painting. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember on school trips when you'd get like, your parents would give you like two disposable cameras and there'd be like 30 pictures of each and they'd be like, right, don't use them all on the first day. And then you'd, you'd take about 30 photos on the first day of absolute nonsense. So when that one came back, you'd be like, this is us on the coach. This is us getting off the coach. This is when we went to the, the, the French service station. And your parents are like, why did you take all these photos? You're like, <laughs> you went to like the, the, the World War One battlefields or you went to Disneyland and all your photos are you on the coach. Like, yeah, I was just, I was excited. And you've got like one picture of the trip. <laughs> yeah. Winding it on. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're like, I don't think the light was very good on that one. I'm going to wind it on again and take it. And you had no idea how the photos would look. Good days. There's kids listening to this or younger people listening, being like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, this this is this is what it was like in the early two thousands, primitive. And we lived and through it, boys. There's probably nobody listening who is older than that, thinking like you guys have no idea, just because it's us and no one cares what we think. But if there is anyone older who's sat there going like, you have no idea, this is ridiculous. Uh, we're sorry. Yeah, that, that that's another Nate story that will just be probably deleted by Meadows when he edits it. Well, it's more <laughs> like Nate's doing a really good job of this is, uh, I mean, I think one of our episode titles not that long ago was alienating even more listeners and Nate <laughs> alienated the whole baby population. So our, the whole future, <laughs> like future <laughs> listeners, now, they've been all offended last week and this week it's anyone older than us. So again, you're just yeah. narrowing it down so that it's only going to be the three is, of us that would listen to this in future. But I'm playing, it's good cop, bad cop. You two are the good cops. I'm the bad guy that, you know, got a bit of a rough streak to me and I'm like, oh, babies don't like them older people burr don't like them younger all these all these generation z or z whatever you want to call them no see bad cop over here is that why you're wearing like and, a uh, a woolly hat and a hoodie yeah. today Nate? yeah i'm i'm gonna go out and burgle something after this <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was gonna say it's less bad cop isn't it it's more just bad 
idiot. <laughs> Just stupid man. Oh. Good cop, stupid man. That's what we like to play. I think um, we've got the episode title, chaps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's quite good. Anyway, I'm gonna. Oh, just, I'm uh, just gonna let you two talk for a little bit. Sit well, I was gonna say I'm. Uh, I'm missing uh, Meadows. He came out for two races in Bahrain and then decided to go home early. And well, Nate, I've missed you all season, dude. Um, you're missing a bit. Of no, a, I've missed you too. You're missing a bit of a cracker of a race here. It's lovely weather. Oh, well, and I'm, I lo- know. And I'm in a lovely yeah, hotel. Exactly. Like you're you're in the W Hotel, which is the hotel over the track for anyone who is familiar with the Abu Dhabi circuit. And in the final sector, you've got the cool bit where the track winds around the hotel and underneath the bridge. That's where Barreto's staying, which um, I think, Nate, have you, have you stayed there at all before for a night? Yeah, so the, I think it was testing in 2018, I think. Yeah, we, same. So like, I was there for one, at least had, one night, yeah, yeah. That's when it's, when it's a reasonable, a more reasonable price. And at the end of a long year, you're like, okay, I can pay for a night during testing um, because everyone else has gone home. During the race week, it's extortionate um understandably because i mean it's over the track but bretto's getting to stay in it for race week and he's there sat there telling us oh you're missing out guys i've got a lovely hotel a lovely work. it's like yeah we wouldn't be there <laughs> like we'd be locked in a hotel across the road um in the biosphere that looks like an absolute prison um at least you've got a nice view i hope those hotels are nice like i've stayed in a few of those hotels and they're, they're nice i've just never been lucky enough to stay in this hotel until this year it is a cool hotel. What I like about this hotel is that they um, they did some research on me. So when I arrived in the room, my name's written in the mirror in brightly coloured uh, like marker pens. And they've done the L in the shape of a sneaker. I, I'm saying sneaker because that's what they've written. I mean shoe. Um, and then they've done the B in the shape of burgers. And in my room on the table to welcome me, they have put some burger sweets. They'd given me a voucher for to try their burger. Um, because I am in search of the world's best burger. Um, and then like a detox kind of um, shake thing to make. It's very, it very nice, actually. Very nice. That is very cool. I did like the way they, they personalised most of the rooms. I heard of a couple of people that didn't have a personalised message, and there was only a couple, and they sort of walked in seeing everyone's Instagram posts. Um, it was actually, um, so Jack Aitken's girlfriend, Alex, said she saw, she works in social media, saw all these social media posts of everyone getting this great treatment. I was like, oh, at least I've got that at the end of today. And then walked in and, and, and there was nothing. <laughs> and everyone else had all these great personalized messages, including Stoffel Van Dorn. Yeah. Can we quickly talk about how funny Van Dorn's was? Because that was yeah. just like, that was tragic. I'll let you, sorry, I didn't realize you were going there, but I was actually you, going, no, I was, stories. I was teeing you up, mate. You, you run with it because I think you're the one who either posted it first in a group chat we we're on or Nate nabbed it from someone else and put it in there. Yeah, so Van Dorn's turned up like everybody else, and I can't remember the exact order, but basically on his mirror, it had like Fittipaldi to Haas, Nick Schumacher to Haas, like George Russell to Mercedes this weekend, like all the driver moves that aren't him. And it was like, we're sorry, Stoffel or something. And then they'd left him a place the, the week the PlayStation 5 has come out. They left him a PlayStation 3. Not even a four. Like it's like ten years old. Like no one has that anymore. And they left him a PlayStation Three. Like, oh, sorry, Stoffel. <laughs> no, you didn't get the Mercedes seat. And I just was like, oh my god, this is <laughs> like lovely thought, but like what a slap in the face. Like we're not even going to give you the last PlayStation. I understand if they don't want to buy the new one because you can't get your hands on it. But at least buy a four. Like 
Yeah, I thought it was really funny. I'm sorry to stoffle, but <laughs> it's just <laughs> top, like unintentional trolling as well. Because as you said, it was all kind of meant to be very not like lighthearted, very nice for people to see. Um, <laughs> yeah, just poor, poor guy. My mind went to the exact same place as well. It, it wasn't so much because it was brutal, really, to list all the moves and how he's missed out, and then like be like, "Stop here, yeah, yeah," and then like, "Stop here's your console." But um, Jess said the same. She was like, "I can't tell if that's a burn or not," and I went, "Oh, it is, because that's a PlayStation 3. Like, that's, yeah. <laughs> that is the ultimate burn for that reason. Yeah, I mean, if it was a PS2, there's some great titles on there. Although a lot of people did reply saying, "Oh, PS3, F1 World Championship <laughs> Edition, he's sorted," or um, was it Black Ops is on there or something like that. So there's a couple of games that other people were quite happy with. Um, had they left him with games or did they just leave him with the console <laughs> yeah imagine just the console it'd be funny if it's just the console no games <laughs> and they'll be like oh there's a mall on the island you can get oh no they're not allowed out of they're not allowed to the mall so because um, it, it's a proper lockdown you're in isn't it yeah it's uh, yeah it's a proper lockdown they've put um, fences up they fenced off the track and then the, the hotels in the plaza next door and then there's like a walkway to connect both of them. But apart from that, um, yeah, no one can get in or get out. So we're, we're trapped inside. The thing with that argument is that um, you can still play those games on the PS4. Like those games aren't just exclusive to, to the PS3. So he could just have got a PS4 and played Black Ops 2 on there. The thing that I thought was funny when you think about it is there's no Formula One game you can, that was released that's compatible for the PlayStation 3 that has Stoffel Van Dorn on it. <laughs> so... If he wanted to play oh, and be no. like, oh, I'll play as me, you know, and, and, and win some races with McLaren, he can't even do that because I think the most recent game on the PlayStation 3 would have been like F1 2011, maybe. Um, just all round. What a slap in the face. Poor stuff. I feel bad for Stuffle, um, but maybe maybe they've given him something to do. They, they were least. trying. Um, <laughs> and that is our F1 related chat, by the way, because I was going to flag up something that Nate mentioned after our last episode quickly before we finish this one, where, um, mm. Nate, you said you got some questions or people saying it was odd that we weren't talking about what happened to Roman and things like that. Yeah, and that we didn't mention it. It was obviously like a couple of days after Grosjean's crash was, you know, was unbelievable, amazing that he got out of it. Um, but yeah, some feedback that... um I thought it was interesting. People said, you know, we maybe could have talked about it. It was weird that we didn't. But I think all of us kind of agree that that's not what this podcast is about. It doesn't mean we didn't care about that happening. It was obviously incredible and amazing. And I think all of us talked about it on different shows, different podcasts, etc. Um, and yeah, what we're trying to do here is just kind of have a bit more, a bit more fun. Um, but yeah, I, I suppose we can talk about it quickly now. Just unbelievable that he got out of it and we're so happy that Roman Grosjean's still with us I mean yeah um but yeah like you say it was like we've been working all hours like reacting to that and like non-stop it had been like knackering and then yeah it was our, our little release almost this podcast to have 45 minutes messing around and catching up and um yeah we're just trying to like lighten the mood every now and then so um as you, we try yeah. anyway so, as Nate says uh, there's there's times and other places that we do talk about those sorts of things and try and be almost kind of professional but this is not it um so yeah it's not that we don't care but it, um in the same way that other stuff's been kicking off this morning but we'll discuss that on different platforms than this one this is a, this is for us to laugh at Nate basically um and to make Britta go bold so so I like my week <laughs> and I feel like we're successful on both counts yeah. very much <laughs> I think we yeah we've ticked, we've ticked all those boxes already and then some. 
Well, that, chaps, seems like a good place to leave it. Thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks to everyone who's listening as well. Please remember to subscribe and follow us across our social channels. You can read Nate's work on ESPN.com, Chris's work on Racer.com, and my work on F1.com. We'll speak to you soon. He's going bald. Bye, baldy. Oh, yeah. Next time you hear from me, I'll be bald. Yes. Wow. Network. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com/audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com/audio. That's carshield.com/audio.